a listener production. Truth be told, this episode of Listen Able was recorded in the past. That's because, uh, Dylan, you're, I mean, you're here with me right now, but as this episode gets released, you are overseas. I am, yeah, hopefully winning. If not, bummer. <laughs> and if my favourite uh, wheelchair tennis player, David Wagner, wins, good on you, Dave. Oh, I'll be pretty flat. Shout out to Wags. Now, nah, mate, yeah, obviously a big year for me competing overseas, so we had to get some uh, of these episodes in the bank. Before we get to it, I have a question, Dylan. Yeah, mate. This is actually a question that's come from me because my mum reminded me, she listens to the podcast, hi, Annie, uh, she reminded me that in year nine, I elected to do a disability course at my did high you? school. Yeah. And you forgot about that? I did forget about it. Shout out to Annie O'Loughlin, one of my favourite people in the world. Yeah, thank you, because you oh, think she's, she's hot. She's so sexy. I can't remember the group that did it, but basically I got like an A4 piece of paper certificate for doing about an hour's worth of work. So, okay. But I remembered one of the parts of the course was how to chat to people who were in wheelchairs. Now, this is something we have never no spoken way. about what did in they all say? of I our episodes. What they, said, they told us to crouch down no, to be on your level. No, they didn't. Yeah. No way. You can I, see the disappointment in your face, so that's a good question because a lot people, of people don't know how to come because up Because they freak wheelchair. out because they think it's weird so they don't talk to people with disabilities or in wheelchairs. Yeah. Because they're like, well, I don't know how to go about it, so I'm not going to do it. Mm. Just come up normally, stand up, and then... You don't mind, like, people looking down? Just ask the person, do you want me to crouch? Yeah. Or do you want me to stay up? And the person will go, no, you can stand. Or they go, actually, it's quite loud here. I can't hear you. I'd love you to crouch down or whatever it is. Okay, so it's just about asking. Yeah, about it's asking a simple question. Normal. But don't immediately assume you have to bob down and go, hold on, how are you going? Because hmm. there's a fair bit of that that happens and makes us feel a bit awkward, you know what I mean? Okay. Great question. There you go. Love simple that. question. Lana, let's get so into it. So in other words, you failed. You failed your course. Well, no, that was their teaching, yeah, not know, my answer. Teaching. Yeah, they failed hey, the you course. You should find that who did it and send them this podcast and be like, you learned from us. I mean, it was 17 years ago. It was 2004. I'd love to know who did that, man. Yeah. Let's let's bring it up we'll next time. We'll find talk about out. next. I just want to bank, uh, just get into where you are, though. So you are over in Europe at the, well, not at the moment, but as this episode is released, what are you doing? Yeah, competing in the French Open in Wimbledon. So hopefully had some success. And then I'm back for a short period of time in Australia, then heading over to the Paralympics. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this says this age as well, and you're <laughs> listening, and it's like, oh, it got cancelled, bro. Oh, yeah, and then I'm crying. Funny. Yeah, I would have edited it that. I would have edited it. Okay, you would have edited it. Yeah, yeah. No, leave it in. Let's leave it in <laughs> okay. as a stamp. Um, All right, so we'll see. Um, and for the future episodes, we will be having while the Paralympics is on. How long does it run for? The Paralympic Games runs for uh, a couple of weeks. Um, so it's end of August, start of September. So. And we'll have a couple of Paralympians as special guests during that time of release, but. We do have a new disability, a new guest, and a person sitting in the studio that we can't wait to find out their story. Let's let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Abigail Vidler. I am 17 years old and I do equestrian in the Paralympic world um, that is formerly known as para-dressage. I'm currently in year 12, studying lots of subjects and very sleep-deprived and coffee (laughs) is now my best friend. Coffee? (laughs) At 17? Wow. Yeah. I wasn't drinking coffees at 17. My first cup of coffee, I was 29 years old. Yeah, and do you know he still doesn't drink coffee? Yeah. He drinks mockers. Oh, no, see, Does I'm like count? a, um, yeah, that counts because that's what Thank I you. do. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. It's, it's like the gateway. It's like the you know? gateway into entry level. hardcore espressos. Say, yeah. You'll be spanking macchiatos pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you've, you've mentioned about, uh, a little bit about potentially what your disability is, but what is it? Yeah, so I have upper limb deficiency, um, which essentially means I have on my left arm from my elbow, I've only got like 
five centimeters. Yep. And on my right arm, it's my longest arm. I've got until about your wrist as such. Um, I still have a wrist, but it's not really useful mm. in that sense. Like I don't have any fingers or anything. I'm a hugger, which is great for me. Yeah. But when I saw you get off the couch when we met, I'm like, you went out and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about how am I meant to greet you? Yeah, I saw yeah. Angus's you, face. No, but I was <laughs> a hugger. Like I hug people, so that's fine. But I'm like, because you actually went to extend your right longer arm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you want me to shake hands? Like what, what, well, how do see, we do this? Normally I am a hugger as well. Okay. But you know, COVID, when I, yeah, what have you, what have COVID, you been doing? COVID. Um, well, I've been doing like the whole elbow thing, yeah. okay. um, which just sort of just turns into a handshake anyway, because yeah. yeah. the, the elbow doesn't go very far. Yeah, I was going to say, um, but your no, elbow's where your hand yeah, is pretty much yeah, it. Yeah, essentially. Um, but no, normally I am also like the biggest hugger as well. Like I like to hug people. But you did extend your longer right hand, so you do shake hands? Yeah, so I do I'm, shake I, hands. I grab no, your yeah, hand you can there. just shake it. Like okay. um, It's always interesting though watching people's like reactions mm. to when I go and shake a hand because they're like, oh... Like, what do I do? And it's like, that's why I always sort of like initiate it first, yeah. just to yeah. sort of pop that bubble. So gotcha. this is an audio medium. So you don't have any hands. It's from, as you said, kind of the forearms. It looks like an amputation. You said yourself, which I loved. Yeah. Your disability is limb deficiency. Yeah. You're not an amputee. No. Is that correct? Yeah. Talk so us I through was, that. I was just born with no hands. Um, mm. I had a pretty healthy pregnancy. Mum, my, not me, my mum had a healthy pregnancy the whole way through. <laughs> And, you know, everything was completely fine. Um, and then I was also born five weeks early. So I decided to come out to the world <laughs> yep. five weeks early, no hands. Surprise, I'm here. It's a big surprise for It was parents. a big surprise, especially being my parents' firstborn. They were mm. like, ah, well, I don't think this is what we learned in, the, in Where, the books. Where's your hands? Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. It's like, did they get left there? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm not an amputee. I was just simply born with this. And to this day, we still don't know why. Just to get back on the technicality, an amputee means it is cut off. Yep. Okay. So I don't think a lot of people would not know that because I'd be like, oh, Abby's an amputee because they see you missing, yeah. you know, from the forearm down on both yeah. sides. But it's actually limb deficient. Deficiency. Which I also learned myself yeah. later in my mm-hmm. disabled life. I didn't know that either. And it makes you our first limb deficient guest. Oh, that's pretty cool. We've had there a, we go. A, a few amputees on, but yeah, yeah. Not, not somebody who was born without yeah. limbs. Like I've still got... The fingers, I don't, like, obviously I can't oh, describe I, I on a yes. podcast. No, we'll try, try and describe it. Cause. Um, so on my right hand, it looks a bit like a like a cone. Okay. <laughs> and then there's just, like, the little fingers on there. Yeah, you can kind of see. Um, so, can I be honest with you? I, I've just got a new daughter, and it yeah. kind of looks like an ultrasound look at what a finger would look like. Yeah, So probably. it's kind of like the outline but no detail of a yeah, finger. Yeah, which is probably why it was never really picked up. In early you know, stages as well. In early stages it probably yeah. was not picked up, you know. Because it looks like you've got yeah. a finger, yeah. yeah. Can, can I ask? Yeah. So they're like... You've got five little fingers that are like little dots kind of on the end of yeah. your stump, you would yeah. say. Yeah. Do they have fingernails? Yes. They do. Oh. I knew they did. Yeah, this is something that blew our mind with Jessica Quinn. Um, yeah. She's got. Well, she's got backwards foot, yeah. Exactly. Go but... on, have a crack at what it is. Deplay, deflation. I can't remember either. That's so hard to say. Yeah. Oh, I listened to that the other day. Um, I'm so, so sorry, Jess. have got the foot for the knee. Sorry, yes. Jess. Yeah. No, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking Dylan's about. about oh, guys. Yeah, Rotation plasty. Rotation oh, plasty. There we go. I didn't Google it. <laughs> I did not look at my phone then. When she said that she had to clip her toenails, I was like, what? And yeah. shout-outs to Jess. Um, if you want to go check out her Instagram, for the first time on her social, she showed off her I foot. I saw that. Like, I learned so much from it. Yeah, yeah. It was so I learned rad. a lot too. So you can actually, Good on her. It was good to see it instead of the animated gif that we posted on our socials. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you do cut your nails. Well, 
I bite them off. Okay. <laughs> and the fingers, sure. the little fingers move? Yeah, they all move. They're there. Oh, yeah. They're all happy little bunch of yeah. grapes, essentially. But, yeah, no, so these ones, um, this one I tend to bite off if I get nervous and stuff. I just, it right. just bites off. Um, but it's very funny walking into, like, the nail salon. They're like, ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do I do? Uh, yeah. I guess you want a pedicure? Yeah. <laughs> but this, it's just their first initial reaction. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm like, no, pedicure. It's fine. Because there's Paralympians that have this disability, someone that I know was similar. Is a guy called Matt Cowdery, the swimmer. Yeah, who, yeah. Well, I'm like literally not oh, kidding, yeah. like 19 or 25 gold medals. I don't want to add, underappreciate how good he was at swimming. Yeah. But I was like, is there like, do people get their little fingers like amputated or do they serve a purpose for you? I am not sure on that one. I just remember we have had someone who's limb deficient, Adam Hills. Adam Hills. Yeah, yeah. Adam Hills was born without a foot and yeah. he had for pretty much most of the aesthetic, he had his toes removed. Yeah, so I think you can, mm. but I don't really want to because they're, they're somewhat handy sometimes. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Like, oh. I don't, like, thinking about it, I actually use them sometimes just to hold like a little piece of paper or something. Like it's surprising oh. how much they actually do without me thinking about it mm-hmm. until I'm sitting here going, oh, no, they actually do help cool. with something. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so, that's cool. yeah, I think you can, but my personal self, I wouldn't What want about to. hanging on to Maccabi Diva mm. like a horse? Do you reckon you, does any help? No. See, I've got reins that have helped oh, made well, with that. Interesting. Okay. We will yeah. get into your dressage and your horse um, work later. I do yeah. have so many questions because yeah, that's all right. off the air, um, before we click record, you said something like, whoa, 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 save it. <laughs> you said that you give a limb depending on the person sometimes yeah. if you're going to greet them. Yeah. So um, obviously with like this whole COVID thing, it's yeah. uh, become the, the whole social distancing, like an, the arm length apart. Um, and because my right arm is quite longer, mm-hmm. um, I made this joke all last year with all my friends at school. I was like, oh, look, I don't like this person. I'll give them the longer arm to be like, hey, social distance, you know, <laughs> ah, arm's length. Very good. And then I'm like, if I like the person, it's like, no, come on the shorter side. Just be that little bit, bit closer. closer. <laughs> yeah. I like. You know what? When they, when they were like for COVID, no handshaking, you would have been like, I've got this sorted. Yeah, mm. I did. I've been, I really I've been did. Walking to my, my life. Exactly right. Yeah. It was, it was like that. Um, another good one as well is rock, paper, scissors. Ah, what do you do there? In primary school, I was the champion at rock, paper, scissors. Did you always go rock? No, I would no, cheat. You just say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So oh. they go scissors, you go, well, I was rock. Like, yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> like I would. my paper. I would <laughs> like. good stuff. Yeah. I, I would like wait just that few seconds before, you know, they realise, hang on a minute, watch what they're about to do and go, oh, no, see, I did paper. This <laughs> yeah. is paper. That's good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. So um, with your, uh, you started riding horses very early on and you also didn't realise that you were disabled until uh, around kindergarten, is that right? Yeah. Because, you know, you hadn't met kids your age or something like that? Um, I think because I was just brought up in a family that just didn't bubble wrap me in essentially. Mm. They just sort of chucked me out into the world um, as someone that was just normal, but, uh, you know, there is no normal in this world, but just someone who didn't have a disability um, and then it got to about kindergarten, primary school, and we used to have to do this activity. It would be like, trace your hand out with your five fingers mm. and write your five things that you like about you. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> well, can I borrow the teacher's hand or the foot? Mm. I would often use my foot. Oh, that's smart. Oh, that's cool. And finger painting, you know, that was great fun. Everyone had these little tiny little dots. I had the big. Yeah, the big you know, brush. The big, the big yeah. brush. <laughs> can you hold a pen? Yeah. Really? See yeah. your handwrite? Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, I can at, hear- a, at a slower rate or? Um, it's not actually too bad. Okay. Um, Year 12 to, exams typed or uh, handwritten? At the moment they're in deciding um, but prefer to go type just because. Hang on, it, they're deciding? Yeah. They're, they're making just, you prove. No, it would be like you could cheat on a no, computer. But that's, yeah, but like, no, it's, so the computer's like cut yeah, from cut. internet and everything. So it's, it's just fairness. Really yeah, but I mean I cheated on a test by putting, you know, all of my algorithms on a Mount Franklin bottle as it's if you like, couldn't do it by just having a couple of <laughs> you know, tabs up open on your like computer. A, it's a school computer. It's a school computer. And one of the people actually like sit right beside yeah. you. Yeah, oh, okay. So Hang you on. can't. Cheat? Got no hands. That's unfair. Like it's like when I have to prove that I need a disabled parking <laughs> permit every three years. Yeah. I'm not getting any better. Yeah. What's the point? It's like you going, oh, can I, or let me, let us decide if you're in an advantage. It's like, no, I've got no hands. Yeah. So not. they actually made me sit down in half an hour and write out as much as I can. Anyway, I think it was one of the best essays I've ever, ever written. And I was yeah. like, holy shit, I've wrote too much yeah. in uh, half an hour. I've done too good. And <laughs> then, should have put some mayonnaise on it. Like, oh, I can barely hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then after that, they are like, oh, you know, now we have to like see it typed. Because we thought we could get away because I'd like done all my previous ones mm-hmm. typed up for the rest of the year because I've already done some sacks. And they're like, oh, just type it up. And I don't think I did as well. So it'd be interesting. Wow. Mm. Well, I mean... We're going round here, but I imagine typing's hard as well. Yeah. Do you use the end of your – can I say stumps? Yeah. See, cool? The stumps, I, nubs, anything stumps, really. Stumps, cool. Um, so you use the end of the stumps to type. Yeah. Just my right time. one is pretty much my Oh, so you go one, one hand. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the left be... one's kind of too awkward to use. Because it's a bit shorter. Yeah. So your right one's your longer. It makes yeah. sense. It does make sense. Uh, currently you're in school, but you've obviously got your outside passion, which is horse riding. Yeah. Um, why did you choose – Dressage and horse riding is it because you you said I said you got on a horse at the age of two and you didn't probably know at that stage you had a disability so you didn't see that you know holding the reins would be something that would be sort of difficult for someone without anything past you know forearm. Yeah, so I started initially with riding for the disabled. Also, probably I'll refer it to during this as RDA. Same. Um, I did riding for the disabled. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, for like every week. Yeah. Chubba cool. was my little pony I used to ride. I had really? a little one called uh, Buddy, yeah. Yeah, Tilly and Mate. Yeah. Mm. They were my like first the thing. go-to disabled, clearly you're younger than me, it's still going. Well, Dylan yeah. lived on a, a diet of Dorito, so Chubba probably was the fat horse that <laughs> could <laughs> hold up well, I wasn't too frame. bad when I was a young, young. It was like, you know, year 19 when I was getting bullied, you <laughs> jerk. How, I'm sorry. You didn't oh. have any problems with you. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just celebrating their 50th year in Australia at the moment. 50? Yeah, 50 Chubba. years. Shout out, my brother still goes, oh, remember we used to ride Chubba? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, there's still some fat horses around, so yeah, you'll be all right. Very good. So oh, there it is. You're saying I'm still large, Abigail. I've been training hard. No, you're an off-season, mate. Yeah. Oh, very, very good, good stuff, Abby. We like that. So, um, you, so you just fell in love with, was it the horse? It Was it the animal itself? Was it the... The freedom of being on the horse. What was it about it that just captured your imagination? Well, well when I was younger, um, because my left arm—I was actually discussing this with my mum the other day. Uh, my left arm—I've got both of the bones in there. I can't remember what they're called, but one of them is actually quite thin. You know, my parents were like, "Oh, well, she falls. How's she going to stop yeah, herself?" True. Um, so yeah, I was put on a horse just to build up core strength, confidence. And it wasn't until I was about, oh, maybe eight or nine that I'm like, oh, I actually really like this sport um, because I was quite a sporty kid and did a lot of sports before. I actually fell in true love with horse riding. Like I I did basketball, 
can like just normal yeah. everyday basketball. So able, Saturday, able-bodied basketball. Yeah, able-bodied basketball. I was doing Saturday mornings and then I would rush off and go to horse riding. Could you shoot the basketball? Yeah. Could you get in? Yep. Wow. It took me a while, but it was there. Yeah. Um, I was really good at defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, that was my that was my specialty. I, I, when I played basketball, I was very bad at defense. I don't know if you know this. My coach, my nickname was Illin with no D because I didn't play defense. Oh, <laughs> not bad. And then my competitor started going, here he is, Illin, and then beat me. I was like, oh, I mean, it. you would travel a lot, wouldn't you? Yeah. Hey, well, two, you get two pushes and a bounce. Oh, That's the rule. Mm-hmm. Two touches of the wheels, then one See, bounce. I didn't know that. And, and if you're ever trying to find Dylan on Facebook... Maybe you search around the name Illin. Illin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> find all of that. <laughs> True. It's my alias. It's yeah. around there. Yeah. There you go. Um, and I also did skiing. What? No yeah. poles. Not even snowboarding? Wouldn't you just gone straight to the snowboard? No, I went straight to the skis. With poles? Okay. In your hands? No. Oh. Just, just, just straight, straight out. So straight dangerous. skiing. So I did that through the um, disabled winter sports. Check, check out Dad. He's like, yeah, I just chucked it down the mountain. He's, he's lobbing yeah, it out there. I did. Cool Dad. I, I had one dad. week and then they already put me on the black one, like the, the highest runs. one. Yeah, the black one. The double black? Oh, yeah. Smirnoffs. They were like diamonds, Smirnoffs. Yeah, yeah, the black diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, black diamonds straight away. So, like the last what? day. Without poles. Yeah. And you know what? There was actually a, a young girl at the time that I was doing it with and she was blind and they put her down yeah. as well. And she had someone in front guiding her. Well, we have a we had a, our second episode, or maybe third. Ben Pettengill. Yeah, uh, I've met him before. So he, so yeah, cool. he's a legend. But he goes water skiing, the fastest blind guy behind a boat. I think 160 kilometers an hour. Yeah. yeah. And he's just got a headphone, and his dad's like, "All right, buddy, go left now. Go right." Yeah. Blind. Yeah. Well, we do that the same when we've got blind riders on the horses. Oh, interesting. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So we call them live markers, though. So they stand out each letter on the dressage arena. Cool. You know, you're 17. You you know, still live at home. Yeah. Obviously, dad's out on the couch outside the studio. Yeah. So if there are parents listening with, you know, kids who are limb deficient or just, you know, disabled in whatever way that yeah. they are or have a disability, do you think it's important to be thrown into the mix with all of the sports because there would be a lot of parents that would be very apprehensive about taking their kid. They probably wouldn't even think about a ski trip. It'd yeah. be like, guys, we're going to Noosa again. Yeah. Woohoo! We're yeah. going to sit by the pool. Yeah. yeah. I think it was probably one of the best things just to be chucked out um, into all different sports, you know, because mm. as I heard in Dylan's episode, you know, if the sport's not there for you, you can make it. Make it for you. Make it work for you. Um, I mean, I was always going to play basketball. Dad played basketball. My whole family plays basketball. My brother still plays basketball. So it was like evident that I was going to play basketball. But the skiing was I was actually doing a like a trial for like the Paralympic things. I was doing like an assessment sort of thing. Come and try where they do lots of sports. Yep. Yeah, right. sort of thing. And then so, you know, the whole assess and how fast can you run and all the beep tests. And yep. one of the scouts actually picked me up and said, hey, do you reckon you can bring her for the for the winter time?" And uh, we'll chuck her down down the slopes. Love that. <laughs> do you reckon you could still do dual sport? Are you any good at skiing still? Um, Win- I'm talking about winter Paralympics, obviously. Yeah. Look, I haven't been in a while. Throw it out in the world. I probably should. Yeah. Um, but as my dad was saying not that long ago, um, I've chosen like the two of the most expensive sports. I was going to say. <laughs> That's one of my <laughs> so questions. Is going, it, was, it was kind of yeah. cut at the age of eight. It was like, you know, the the – Winter sports started to get a bit serious and then I sort of started to get a bit more serious mm. and horse riding. I was like, make your choice. And I was like, well, you can't ski all year round, but you can ride a horse. 
you know, I have a daughter. Uh, I've mentioned that before, but, yeah. uh, you know, I'm hoping what? that she takes up table tennis. You got a table daughter? tennis. Or something quite inexpensive. <laughs> but yes. Mate, running, just shoes. Oh, just shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but shoes can get expensive. Yeah, but that's true. A bit cheaper than a horse. Dylan doesn't know what it's like to pay for athletic wear. Yeah, or, yeah. or wear. Yeah, you know, he just sold the sponsor brand. <laughs> yeah. Or wear them out. Still looking for a sponsor, <laughs> by the way. Or wear them out. It's <laughs> also never taking yeah. a step yeah. in them. Never step, yeah, yeah. Um, so for you, uh, can we go through some of the costs? Yeah. Because do you own your own horse or are we renting a horse Well, out? interesting. How's your horse going at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I actually am looking for a new horse. Horseless. Ooh. I am horseless. So you cannot just like go to the, like a car shop and buy any car. It needs to be your horse. You can't just jump on a horse and do dressage. Well, there's lots of loopholes around it. So most people tend to just like everyday riders will own their own horse. Um, but for the Paralympic horses, because they're such high standards and it's so expensive that you end up having sort of similar system to like the racing industry. So you have owner-rider situations uh, okay. where you sort of ride a horse for an owner. Someone so else's. An, someone oh, else's horse. Okay. You can buy your own horse, but to get such a top-level horse mm. to that standard takes a lot of time. And also in Australia, um, because we're not as far as advanced as, you know, Europe are with all their horse breedings, it's quite expensive to even find the right horse. How much? For probably a top-level one, you're looking over 50 grand. That's just to buy straight up and then you've got to do upkeep or is that per year? Yeah, upkeep. How how much is upkeep per year? It depends on where you go. Give me a figure. Oh, probably depends. Like you have to think. Like it's physio. Like there's two athletes. That's true actually. Also, if you don't have... Uh, time to ride the horse, it still needs to train. So you have to pay someone to ride it for you yeah. as well if yeah. you're at school. And high-quality feed. Yeah. 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 So when you start looking at it, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, we'll go out and buy a horse. No. <laughs> it's like you're paying for two athletes because in this sport there's two athletes. There's you and you still need your physio. You need your, you know, everything that comes with it, the gear, the helmets, everything yeah. needs to be updated. And then you've got this animal who needs feed twice a day. Mm-hmm. Hey, all the time, which is quite expensive. I think hay is like sitting at $14 a bale and you can Fish. get through so many How bales. many bales are they spanked down? Oh, it tends to be like half a bale a day oh, in the biscuits. morning and then half, yeah, biscuits, yeah. Depends on how many biscuits. So it really, up, huh? yeah. Um, so if anyone in the uh, Abu Dhabi region is listening, anyone from the Go Dolphin team, <laughs> yeah, go dolphin. Uh, we will take. Warwick Farm, Jamal. anywhere yeah, you are. Yeah. Anyway, just anyone with out. Someone, yeah. We'll take a dressage horse. But you are, do have a dream. We have spoken about the Paralympics off and on, but yeah. uh, you have a, do have a dream probably not to make Tokyo because it's coming up too quick. It's coming up, yeah, and uh, you're 12. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah. 2024 in Paris is something that you'd be probably tr- striving for? Aiming for that. That's the goal. It used to be a dream, um, and now doing the amazing programs called Equine Pathways run by Julia Buttons, who's the head, one of the old head coaches. I think she went to London 2012 and possibly Rio as well. Um, it's now turned into a goal to aim to 2024 in Paris. What equipment do you use? We've talked about the reins a yeah. little bit uh, yeah. that is different, that makes you different. Yeah, how do you ride it? Ride. Like, talk us through. Cause... So I still have like the normal thing. I have a normal saddle, normal stirrups, um, normal bridle for the horse, everything else normal. What's a bridle? A bridle goes over the horse's head um, and oh, has the, the bit and yeah. the mouth. So that's sort of like your, your control, your gear yeah. stick and all that. Um, Don't have blinkers when they're doing equestrian? No. Okay. <laughs> No, I don't know. No. Dylan, he's been to Randwick once <laughs> all of a sudden. Hey. Uh, let me just put th- blinkers. Equine uh, means jockey. Uh, e- equine means horse. Like, yeah, oh, equine, yeah. Equine, yeah. Equine, I got it wrong. 
<laughs> I don't want to correct you, but it's anyone. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, um, but no, so I had a man up in Queensland by the name of Troy um, help come up with my rain system. So I've taken inspiration from the eventers, which do like show jumping, cross country and dressage. Um, they have a, a jacket that's like a, it inflates with air with the canister. Um, and they've got a, like a safety pin. So I've got cuffs that go around my left arm just above my elbow and this little safety pin that clips on. So if I was to fall off, it will all come free. Okay. Oh, so Like a jet ski. Yeah. When I've, you fall off a jet ski and you have that little red tag. Yeah, that like the, I've seen horses go proper bonkers. Yep. Your horse gets scared. Yep. Starts bolting. Yep. How are you hanging on? What's going on? With my reins, my dear life, and the Jesus strap. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> Jesus strap. So if you fall, though, that'll come off and then you'll leave you on the ground. Yeah. So you don't get trampled. Yeah. Oh. Well, there's a certain safety roll technique that you have to do. Oh. Well. Okay. What's the safety roll? You sort of have to tuck and oh. dive right. off. But is it is it more is it more difficult to protect your head because you don't have the limbs to sort of, I could, when I fall, is it any different to how you would fall? Touch wood so far. I haven't had anything okay. too hey, bad to say. Um, but, you know, when we ride, we've got helmets on, so it's sort mm-hmm. of just tuck in the neck, yeah. make sure you're around and cool. just good. hope for the best. But in the moment, you don't really think about that. It's not until after. Of course, I was going to say in the moment. <laughs> in the moment, you're like, oh, my gosh. Are you on an episode yes. in 10 years? Sort of yeah, yeah. Can I just ask, what events are you going to compete in? Um, so at the moment, only in the Paralympic Games in the dressage world, they've only got dressage. Okay. Dressage is... Dancing. Not yeah, dancing. essentially. It's, it's sand totally. dancing. It's, it's the... How do you make a horse dance? How do you do dressage? <laughs> always do me. You just like whisper in its ear and it's amazing. It's, like you're one with the horse. Well, if you actually look at a dressage rider, it looks like we're doing absolutely nothing. I'm telling you. And then the horse does stuff. So what's going on? That means they're very, very good. Okay. <laughs> it takes many, many years. And the horse, it has to be the right sort of horse because there's a lot of work that goes on. Like your ab have to be activated, your legs. Like it's it's so hard to explain without actually being able to show. But there is so much work that when people think horse rider is an athlete, they're like, oh, what do they do? They don't do much. They yeah. sit there. We do so much. <laughs> there's so yeah. much work to go behind. Training like, behind the scenes. Training behind the scenes to be that top level rider. Do you tap your leg twice on the horse and it knows what to do? How do you communicate with it? So we do communicate a lot through our legs um, and there's certain areas on like their stomach where we can touch <sighs> and they sort of learn. But there's also, you know, our, our seat is when like we're sitting on the horse. So our butt does a lot of work as well where our thighs are placed. Our hands do a lot of work. That's so cool. So it's like training a dog kind of. Like your dog knows a what to do. A big dog. Big, scary can. <laughs> but it is true. Scary. Does that make sense? Uh, you know, you can teach a dog how to with hands. Yeah, because Small movements. That's yeah. how I assume. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. No so idea. it's it's there's a lot behind the scenes that go into it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That is interesting that you said there was just it's a blanket dressage. So like in swimming, there's you know T2s and all the different um, variations of categories to your well, disability. Well, there are yeah. um, there are variations. Okay. So there's grade five, which is what I'm classified at the moment. So that is you know. Um, I hate to say this word, the the least disabled, the most sort of able body yeah. riding. So that could be someone who's missing a bit of a foot or maybe missing a bit of a finger. One arm, one leg, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then there's – so they can do walk, trot and canter and they do equivalent to sort of like what's at the Olympics is like their equivalent. Then there's the grade fours who are just that little bit below. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm in grade five is because I've got an elbow joint in both arms. So if you had no – If, you if like, I had no elbow joint, I would be a grade four. So we chop it off? 
<laughs> yeah, that's this is what we've about. we spoke about this before with like Curtis McGrath because of his classification because he's got below knee or above knee. It's a huge difference. It's so it's the same so with arms below. Big, yeah. So the elbow is essential to the knee. What I'd be grade two, grade one. Uh, I'd be in all sorts on a horse. You would be all bung out in trouble. Well, Emma Booth is yeah. I'd be like Emma, but maybe a bit more. I would be like. So you might be a grade two or a grade three. Depends on your. It depends on your. um, No balance, no abs. It depends on your strength on the horse, though. So yeah, arm strength or your ab strength. Anything, and then you've got um, grade three, which I mentioned, which is Emma Booth, and she just finished qualifying for Tokyo at the moment. And she's grade three, so she only does walk and trot and she's in wheelchair. So mm-hmm. she's a paraplegic. And then you've got grade two and one. So they're high-level high level disabilities. High-level disabilities and they only do walk and, yeah, they're, they're only walk riders. Still super technical. Like, yeah, because like, otherwise when it moves, they'd fall off yeah. the side. Yeah. So um, it's really – it's actually super interesting. If you are interested to find out more, I highly suggest looking it up. Like I look at other riders. Like one of my friends, she's blind. And she's riding a horse yeah. yeah, independently. It's funny how you, I vividly remember getting classed as a kid in swimming, but even in tennis and you like lie on a table and they're like, all right, kick the roof. Yeah. I just like, I can't. I just am. Like, I, this, that's it. You're trying? Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what they do. Though. They have yeah, they do. They everyone. sit you in a room. <laughs> so, but I'm just like, there. yeah, cool, good, good chat. <laughs> yeah. With their little clipboards and they circle the uh, number. Yeah. Okay, no movement. Yeah, like, yeah oh, they sit there. Yeah, five, five, four, one. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. I Googled before you came in. Uh, a question that I was hoping to get exactly what I got. The question that I answered, asked Google is, why do I need my hands? Yep. And now I've got the reasons from a kid's website, actually, on why hands make us special. That's what they said. Oh, but here okay. are the questions. So they're trying to explain why, 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 why they're important. Why important. Now, let, now maybe we can ask, how do you do what these yeah, you kids show us. are finding out they're special? What's your version? Yeah. yeah, cool. Stroking and patting can show others that we care about them. Well, oh, that's weird. Do you use your hands in any way to, like, you know, caress yeah. a face or? Yeah, of course. Yeah? I still use my nub. I just stump. caress them. Yeah, stump, yeah. Nub, yes, yeah. as you would. And would, animal as well. We use our hands to defend ourselves. Yep, I still do that with my stubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you, um, I mean, no, we, we don't recommend any sort of violence, but uh, hopefully you haven't had to throw a punch with the. I've got a funny story about that. Yeah, too, I was going to say, could you could do boxing training, I imagine? Oh, yeah. I might actually, this is a funny story. In primary school, mm-hmm. I think one of my first encounters with bullying, this kid was just being, you know, a kid to my friends. It wasn't even to me. And uh, my parents said, you know, not that they condone violence or anything, mm-hmm. you know, give them three warnings. If they don't listen, then knock them. Three? <laughs> three warnings? Okay. Sorry. I said, you know, keep in mind, I'm like in grade three. So I'm what? Eight, nine, nine, nine yeah. eight, yeah, because I'm like a year younger than everyone. Oh, yeah. So I'm standing there going, you know, please stop it. We don't like that. We don't like that. And he kept going. Anyway, knocked him out. Oh. Did you? the thing. With a right hook on the stump. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he, got the, he got the long arm. Yeah, he got the yeah. long arm. He got, he, got the, got the, he got the hook. Yeah. Um, and then my, my principal, because <laughs> I, I was quite a good kid, like, you know, my yeah. teachers all sort of like So like, you say. Me. Yeah, so I'll call teacher here right now. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call up one of my teachers yeah. and I'll, mm. they'll tell different. Yeah, Dad's shaking his head out there. My principal had to call my parents and try to explain that their daughter has punched this student <laughs> who's in like grade four. Yeah. And he couldn't even keep the, sh- like, the straightest face. And I'm sitting in the office like absolutely going, oh my gosh, yeah. like my life's me. over. My life's yeah. over. <laughs> I've ruined my reputation. And <laughs> the, the principal thought it was the most hilarious thing he's seen mm. all year. Wow. So good. That's good stuff. <laughs> Playing musical instruments, the hands are good for. Have you ever attempted to play a musical instrument? 
Yes. Okay. Um, I, you know, in primary school, they taught the, the recorder. I did the melodica. The melodica? It's, imagine like a little piano. Yep. There's a little tube that comes out from the side oh, of it. Like the wow. auto-tune machines. And you, you blow into the and tube the and you push the thing yeah. and it makes a noise. That's how auto-tune Like an accordion. Yeah. Kind of. T-Pain okay. made auto-tune through a melodica. Yep. And that's how it came. Fun fact. So there you go. Huge I was track. working with auto-tune. Hoscro- you were there. Cross-buns you auto-tune. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Nice. With our hands, we can become skillful in arts and crafts. Are you an arty? Have you ever painted? Actually, like, given it a red hot shot to express yourself or something like that? I have. Okay. I've, I, I have done artwork. You could hold a paintbrush? Yeah. 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 It's the same as me holding a pen. Where did you get these? <laughs> From the kids' website. <laughs> it's got thing. a little cute kids little thing as well. They, they just have the wildest questions. Um, <laughs> no, but I've done, art, you know, school's really good at that. They just sort of chuck you into art class. So yeah. year seven, I did art. We made um, a bowl out of clay. And you had to like do all like little circles and circles and swirls and push it all together. And then so I've I've done art and overrated art. Yeah, it's oh, a little bit. I, I draw a little bit on the side, but nothing Scrap really. It. Next one. Oh, okay. Um, sign language. Oh, good one. Look, the schools actually try to teach me sign language. So interesting, right? If you fell in love with someone, <laughs> I'm serious, who was deaf. I never thought about that. I need an interpreter. Oh, now the, the kids' website's got some validity, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's better. That's better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, interesting. Do you know anyone who's deaf? I know a few people. I wonder how. Maybe they could lip read. Lip read. Um, and one of the people that I know who's deaf is also, uh, well, she's partially deaf, is also blind. So mm. I was going to say maybe if you really became friends or in love with somebody who was deaf or hard of hearing, you could probably come up with your, your own, own sign languages. Yeah, of, probably. Mm. I've I've nailed that one quite well in that nice. one. Yep. Okay, yep. Yep, they're the rude ones. Yeah, yeah they're the rude ones. Flipping us both the birds <laughs> for everyone who can't see. I learnt that one from friends. Um, but <laughs> it actually looks quite strong. Right. flip me off again? It looks the same as what I do, pretty much. Yeah, you know yeah. what you're doing. It doesn't look the yeah, I know yeah. what's like, going you on. You can tell because my facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Sorry, Dad. You do sell it. Just mouth <laughs> F off to me as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sorry, Dad. <laughs> so these are, this is two, there's a couple of really, these, it's actually ending quite well. Yeah. We use our hands to show other road users where we want to go when we're riding our bikes. Mm-hmm. Do you ride bikes? And if so, how would you signal going left? I guess we're just with your arm, right? Yeah, so I have a bike. I haven't ridden a bike in a while, mm-hmm. but I had a bike and I got um, the Royal Children's Hospital. I took my bike in and said, here you go, I want to ride a bike. Mm. So he made up a prosthetic arm, like a cup that I stuck on with my left arm. Because the problem was I would be too far hunched over. Yeah, for the difference in the length of arm. Yeah, so I've got like back pain and everything from it at such a young age. So, yeah, I have my arm stuck into the little um, divot and my little thing. I can only use push like the back pedal brake Mm -hmm. bikes. Fixed wheels one, fixed wheel, fixies. Uh-huh. Oh, no brakes, so they go backwards to the brake. Right? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, ones yeah. Like, like the kids' yep. bikes. You yeah. just push back on. Instead yeah, yeah. Of Great forward. bike reference for a guy who can't ride a bike there. <laughs> hey, um, oh, can I say, these questions are actually, they're actually pretty good now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah, pretty good. good. And then I often would ride either with my brother or a friend or something, and then I just sort of signal. Our hands are good for holding the wheel when driving the car. Yep. I'm going to presume, and, and please tell me I'm wrong, that you probably won't ever rock a manual. Vehicle, no, but an automatic. You automatic, know. yeah. Okay, Can you drive a car? Uh, I mean, you might be on your L's. My learners have been booked in for the 16th of June. Okay, so um, as we record this, it is in May. So next month you'll be going for your L's. Yeah, next month. Have you talked to your parents about how apprehensive they are? Because, I mean, I can, as an able-bodied guy, my mum was sitting there like white-knuckling, 
you know, as someone who can't grip the wheel at nine and two or whatever the hand signals are, I mean, I imagine it'd be quite scary, especially yeah. for you as well. The solution, buy a ute. <laughs> Just have a big ute. Okay. Um, no, so um, I have the uh, team that have like a, all the different um, adaptions that you can have to the car. And I just end up with like a little nub, I believe. My oh, yeah, yeah, just like steering knob. Steering knob. My uh, mum was like that with my brother. Two hands on the wheels. And then I started driving, and she's like, two hands on the. Well, hang on a sec. I had to accelerate with one hand. But it took mum keep telling me to put two hands on the yeah. wheels. I was like, what do you want to do? Crash into the wall then? Yeah. Well, am I going to break? And she's like, good point. Yeah. Well, the thing is, because I'm like my parents' first child, I'll be their first one. Yeah. Like first child. So like, you're doing the L's test, like the written one. You haven't actually driven yet. No, I haven't like driven. A, no. But well, that is scary. oh, I haven't driven. Officially, legal, legal, you'll legal. have to send us a video. I mean, you probably shouldn't be. Maybe you can get your brother or sister in the backseat just to just a video that first time <laughs> you jump in a car. I'll, I'll, I'll find one from when I'm driving out in the paddock. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, last question from this kid's side is: Our hands are very special to use our phones to call our friends and family. How do you use your phone? Um, I don't have mine on me right now. But texting? I mean, are we you? Siri or you're typing? Typing. Typing. Yeah. Siri comes in when I'm tired. <laughs> okay, um, right. You know, that sort of late night, just the check. Like, yeah. Oh, just Siri it. Um, but no, I can use the phone normal. Cool. And that website, if you want to see those questions, is angusolachlan.com. That is not. <laughs> kids. Where's my, I'll go to my history. What was the, the site? That was? is your. That's where it was. Me. I'll say it's from the kids, but it's just Get, from me. Speaking of kids, you kind of touched on it then. Mm-hmm. Any tough times being a limb deficient both sides with Bullying, even discrimination as a, as you turn, you know, get old into a woman? Um, look, there probably was, but I had this attitude, just ignore it and it'll be okay. Like there was definitely times during grade three and four, I really went through such a low phase um, because everyone sort of started to grow up that a little bit differently. Um, and one of my really good friends had left the school actually, and she moved up to Kilmore. So I was sort of like, they're like having to restart my friendship group again. And some of the girls were a little bit like, oh don't want to really want to hang out with her. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of like always in that sort of odd category. I was that little bit too old to hang out with the grade threes, but that little bit too young to hang out with the grade fours because I am the youngest in the year level. So there probably was bullying, but I have an attitude that, you know, I'm probably my worst bully, if that makes sense. Like I make fun of myself. Like I'll be like, huh, let's let's use touch ID. Like, um, so I just sort of. (laughs) Self-depreciation. Yeah. Yeah. So I just sort of was like, you know what? It's self-deprecation. There. Self-deprecation. No, your price is going. Yeah, wrong. I was going to say she's not lowering in value. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I meant. Your price. price yeah. yeah. So yeah. there probably was bullying, and there was some in year seven. But I have some really amazing friends that yeah, we important. just we yeah. just ignore it all. Do you get sorry? Do you get offended when people say, "Hey, can you?" Or how's their reaction when they go, "Hey, can you give us a hand?" I'm normally the one doing Correct, it to them. Correct, but they would freak, I imagine. Oh, it was very funny. When I first had my horse riding coach, she um, first said, like, oh, you've got to use your hands. She panicked. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my gosh. Now it's, like, normal. But because I was just thrown into the world, mm. I don't take any offence well, to that. And, I mean, it's hard to say, you know, other people on the streets would be different, but I'm like, I don't see any different. Like, yeah, I even forget that I don't have hands yeah. half the time. Like, I'll be making hand gestures and go, oh, no one actually knows what I'm trying to do. Yeah. It's good education to say that because people say, hey, Dill, do you want to go for a walk? And they go, I'm so sorry. I was like, what for? Because yeah. I say to go, yeah, let's walk down the street. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. So if someone goes, give us a hand, you're not. You, I'm not great. offended. Yeah. And I think, you know, some people might take that to an offence of some sort, but I don't. You can't. Mm. I'm with and, you. And, 
you just got to... If like, you want to be normalised, you can't picnic everything. Like, it's impossible. No. And because I was born with my disability, I know no different. So I know no different of a world that's like, hey, can you give me a hand? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I just grew up with that. So, yeah. All of uncomfortable time. Oh, cool. Oh, cool? Yeah, cool. Sort of excited? Yeah, or like, go. Okay. Yeah. You listen to the podcast. I love it now yeah. that this is. it's really nice that people... Well, we listen didn't. to our podcast now because yeah. they're like, oh, I'm excited for this. Like, they're fans. We, yeah. we didn't do it um, in Ashley Dolby's episode a couple of episodes ago. We didn't have a bowl of uncomfortable and someone called us out on social. For Good it. on us. Good on us. <laughs> like, hey, where's the bowl of uncomfortable? Yeah. Oh, yeah, after NDIS we just wrapped it. Yeah, we just wrapped yeah, it up. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah. Yep, I didn't know. I didn't hear it. You have two bowls. Okay, cool. Um, one of them comes from Tanya uh, and the other one is going to be anonymous. Yep, cool. Only because they didn't write back to say whether they want to be anonymous, so I'm just going to keep them anonymous. Yep. First one is from Tanya. Uh, during COVID, we were asked to wash our hands often. Yep. How do you wash yours? And do you? Oh, yeah. Um, I still wash them. I just wash the soap around all the time. The only thing during COVID was my hands can be quite sensitive sometimes oh. to hand sanitizer. So I used oh. to get really bad, like almost like cold sores all over my hands, which is why I've got scarring on my hands oh. um, because I used to get a really bad reaction from like anything really yeah. when I was younger. Like I used to be, like it, my hands used to be wrapped up for like a whole two weeks in time. Like it was really bad. So hand sanitizer can quite easily start that reaction quite quickly. So it was the always that constant, you know, when you walk into a shop. People like, judge you. Put yeah. hand sanitizer yeah. on. I'm like, well, I did it two shops ago or the shop just before. And if I put any more on, my hands, like, and they, and they they'll judge. react. Yeah, they yeah. And you. it's like that sort of thing. It's like, well, I'll do it, but, you know, I don't want to end up in that sort of pain or have that rash again because I think – that goes back to probably my body image was probably, you know, when I used to have to go to school in bandages all the time mm-hmm. and people would ask what happened. It's like I don't really want to explain why I've got blisters and stuff and my hands are wrapped up. And the final uh, question from Anonymous, um, have you ever thought about theming your hands for Halloween? I have done it. Mm. So, What did you dress as? Um, um, Halloween, I ran around the streets with some fake hands and just blood and just started throwing them at people's houses. <laughs> That's some good that stuff. That will freak you out. Yeah, bloody oath. Um, and then uh, being in year 12, we have our dress-up oh, carnivals. muck-up oh, yeah. day? Yep, yep. Oh, this was for the swimming carnival. Okay. So my house mascot is a crocodile. So I took fun advantage of this and went as a victim of a crocodile. Oh. So I had two inflatable crocodiles, two hands, and I had a sling on. I had the top with crocodiles on. Had it ripped up, had the flake bud, and I went swimming with the Good crocodiles. Gear. Very cool. Love that. Very fun. And, and I think that's the best thing to do is if I, because, you know, if I'm the one making fun yeah. of myself with it, it'll encourage other people to get rid of that well, awkward bubble. Lean in, as they say. That's what I yeah. do as well. And I think it's perfectly fine and obviously acceptable for you to do that. But, of course, with Halloween, I always like to think back to Carly Finlay's episode Correct. where she talks about Halloween masks perpetuating that, you know, facial indifference is bad. And I totally agree with that yeah. as well. But if you can find that humour in that, then yeah, yeah. you. If you don't have to, of course, exactly right. it, it's got to have respect. You know, this whole world is just you know, up to the individual. There's no one category that disability fits into, or one person fits into it. So someone can be really out there with a disability, and someone might not just be. Correct. But we're all on that sort of journey that you know it takes time to then come to it. You know, what a nice way to wrap. Yeah, yeah. you're exactly right. And you know, we're just two people. Well, three people talking about disability. You've got lived experience now, Gus. Yeah. You're disabled yeah. yourself, but hanging out with me a fair bit. And, you know, they're just our, we're not the holy grail of disability. No, we're not the Bible of disability. No. no. And when the I, Dalai Lamas of disability, yeah. as no. my dad says. Um, we're just people talking about our experience. So yeah. if you disagree, well, that's fair enough. Yeah. If you do disagree, you want to come on and talk about it, hey, hit us up. The email's open. Three good lucks. Year 12. Yeah. <laughs> driving lesson. 
2024 yeah. Paralympics. Good I'll luck see you for in Paris. Three. Yeah, we'll be I'll there. be drinking beers in the stand. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, be well, well retired <laughs> and I'll be supporting you. All right? uh, one more time, what's the Insta? Uh, it's Abigail Vidler. And if you want to sponsor her, help her get a horse, yep. do it. Go yep. Dolphin. Yep. Uh, and if you do want to learn more about riding for the disabled, rda.org.au. Yep, and Equine Pathways as well is another one. for uh, That's more focusing on para-riders, so yeah. someone with a physical disability. Cool. We love that. Thanks, Abby. No worries. Thank you so much. Let's find out who the next guest is on Listenable. Growing up, I'd race motocross since I was like, I don't know, on a Pee Wee 50, so a little uh, kid, you know. Yeah. So been out riding all the time and uh, I was just unlucky really riding in the sand dunes and uh, like I'd done hundreds of times before and I went to go over the jump and I just came up short. I even rolled over at first to make sure it was all good because I'd been at it the week before and I just came up short and cased it. Uh, which for people that don't know what that means, it means you've just like basically landed one wheel, over, the back wheel over the, uh, didn't make it over the jump. You know what I yeah. mean? So then that bucked me over the handlebars. And in all honesty, I remember thinking, I'm just going to like roll out of this, like a little roll, you know? And I just landed on my head and it went down towards my chest. And the next thing it was just, I was just laying on the ground and I couldn't tell where my arms or my legs were, um, couldn't move at all. And, and then obviously, you know, fear sets in, um, and uh, you become concerned for your well-being. So I told my friends, I thought they'd need to call an ambulance. And, and then we were in the sand dunes for probably a few hours, I'd say, because we were quite deep. Yeah. So they had to get this, the SES, the State Emergency Services, to come and get me. Uh, and then eventually went to the ambulance uh, before getting back to Esperance and then flying to Perth. Until the next episode, we'll catch you then. See you then. Listenable was presented by Dylan Alcott and Angus O'Loughlin. Audio production by Darcy Thompson. Produced by Beth Gibson. We also hire people with disability, including Stephen Tower, who does our captions for YouTube. And our awesome theme song is made by Eliza Hull. Listener.